This podcast is brought to you by Knowledge at Wharton. You're listening to the Knowledge at Wharton podcast. I'm Rachel Kipp, Associate Editorial Director of the Knowledge at Wharton website. We're here today with Wharton Finance Professor Chao Jing Wang. Chao Jing, thanks for being with us today. Thank you very much for having me here. And we're here today to talk a little bit about some of your research interests. Could you talk a little bit about the topics that you focus on? Sure. I am interested in the organization of financial markets, how banks and financial institutions trade with each other, and whether um, this organization is efficient, and how regulations impact this, the financial market structure. Um, for example, after the 2008 financial crisis, uh, there has been a lot of concern about the risk of having too few, very few, too big to fail banks um, dominating the financial system. Uh, so I provide one explanation for why trade intermediation is highly concentrated in financial systems among very few large dealers like Citi and J.P. Morgan. Um, so first of all, there is some efficiency gain if everyone trades with J.P. Morgan because um, J.P. Morgan will be very efficient in balancing its inventory very quickly, handling all the trading orders from all the customers. Well, at the same time, on the other hand, you do want to have more than one dealers because there is a desire for the, from the buy-side customers like insurance companies and mutual funds for having more competition among the dealers. So this would push, this competitive pressure would push toward more dealers. So these two forces, the inventory efficiency and the inventory balancing uh, versus the competition among the dealers would determine the, the structure of financial system in such a way that most of the trades will be concentrated among very few large dealers. Um, so this is um, uh, an explanation for why we have a very highly concentrated financial system. And sometimes it is efficient, some, sometimes it is inefficient in the sense that there may be too much concentration or not enough concentration. So what are some of the key takeaways then for, for example, for regulators or even for banks themselves? So one implication of this, this model is that if you have a very illiquid asset, let's say some high-yield corporate bonds, there is not much trading demand for the underlying assets, then it is actually important to have a highly concentrated market because you want to, you want to increase the efficiency of inventory balancing. So in this case, actually, you, you want to increase the, comp- the concentration and therefore de- decrease the number of dealers handling the market. On the other hand, if you have a highly liquid asset, let's say some treasuries, uh, where the inventory balancing is not as a big concern as for a high-yield corporate bond, then you want to decrease the market concentration because you want to decrease the market power, reduce the market power of all the large dealers, and therefore increase the volume of trade. So the post-crisis financial regulations, such as the Volcker rule and capital requirements, um, they certainly have a benefit for the financial system by increasing the financial stability. But what I'm saying here is that if there is a more tailored version of these financial regulations targeting different asset classes, um, it would be more helpful to mitigate the, mar- the concern of liquidity by market participants. So what are some of the things that they could do, that regulators could do to kind of tailor that better? Because it sounds like what you're saying is is that it's not that it's bad that there are these few too-big-to-fail banks in, mo- in some cases, that some cases is actually good. But then there is all there is this sort of lingering concern, I think, among a lot of people, both in the government, in the banking industry, and even consumers, that if another financial crisis should happen, 
that we will be in trouble by having these all the power concentrated in these few institutions. So all these financial regulations that, um, for example, the Volcker Rule and the Capital Requirements that I mentioned, they have uh, the original intention for these regulations are to increase the financial stability by requiring the banks to have a larger capital buffer in the case of a, of a, of a crisis. So these are certainly helpful to mitigate the risk of any crisis. Um, so what my, my theory predicts is that you want to have a lower capital requirements because you want to encourage dealer participation for the highly liquid assets, such as treasuries, because you don't want to have a very large monopoly, monopolist uh, bank that dominates a huge market market. Uh, like the treasuries market. On the other hand, if you have a liquid, a very relatively small asset that you're trading, then uh, concentration is actually beneficial so that uh, you can actually increase the capital requirements for those assets. At the same time, those assets are, those illiquid assets are actually more risky. So you would have been in line with the initial intention of regulators to, to reduce the risk of the, of the trading for these assets. And now we have time for one more question. Can you talk a little bit about what you're working on right now? What's what's next for you? Um, so I'm always interested in um, research questions in the design and structure of market market system, uh, financial market systems, and um, this is, in my view, a very exciting area at this moment, especially after the financial crisis, where people are thinking about redesigning the rules by which financial institutions have to follow when they trade with each other. So I'm very excited to look forward to doing more research in this, in this area. Chaojing, thanks for being with us today. Thank you very much. You can find all of Knowledge of Wharton's podcasts on our website, knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes. And if you like what you hear, please leave us a review. For more insight from Knowledge of Wharton, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu.